It's that time of the month. Hello, hello. You are now. Hello. hello. You are now experiencing the monthly Winifred Cesarefolia. He's a kiddo. Hey. Sorry, we're a little late. <laughs> we are because it's been a busy month. It has been. Um, for both of us. <laughs> so, but that's okay. We're still here. It's still in May. Yep. It's still the monthly. Definitely. So it's fine, guys. It's fine. You can relax. We're here. Yes. Get used to it. Um, oh, but yes, busy months. It um, has been. Yeah. Yeah. How's your month been? My, yes. Well, just, just insane. I and can. I can't believe a month happened because the last few weeks have felt like a lot longer because it's just, I've been doing so much. Um, uh, yeah, mostly I turned 33. So. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Tertitri. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I had, a, had a birthday and that was, yeah, that was a really good birthday. More, more than made up for last year, mm-hmm. uh, which was great. And I got to spend it with some cool people, see my family as well, um, and go out for dinner uh, and have this epic Viking feast at uh, Mjolnir in oh Melbourne. God, it looks so good. Oh, you have to go. <laughs> I really do. You have to go. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's expensive, but it's worth it. It's some of the best food I've ever had in my life. Oh my god! Not even kidding you. Please, um, we're not sponsored by them, but we'd love to be. But they are just <laughs> amazing. Mm, Jeff's kiss to yes, Milner. Yes, that's for sure. Um, yeah, so that was that was great. I had a great birthday. I got spoiled from all all sides, and um, yeah, really felt the love from from everyone. So even fully treated me Yay. as well. So <laughs> that was really cool. Um, what else did I get up to? Um, da, 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 da. I believe you visited some cinemas. I well, yes, I did. I usually do. That is that is one thing I usually do every <laughs> month. Um, I'm just you know scrolling through Facebook because Facebook usually does a really good job of reminding me of what I've done because I've posted <laughs> about it. Uh, but I mean, I I guess I could probably just quickly talk about the last like seven days. Yeah, because I've it's been nonstop. Um, so I had. Two of my girlfriends from Bendigo come down um, and we had a, a girl's night and a girl's day basically having some, some dinner and some drinks and we stayed up real late like we used to when we were 21. Um, <laughs> we stayed up to like three in the morning just talking and drinking and stuff and um, and listening to music and then, yeah, the next day I took them out to one of my is quickly becoming one of my favorite cafes and I'm going to take you there for you. Okay. So this is a, there's a, I will also mention them also again, we'll say not sponsored, but would love to be. Um, there's this awesome cafe uh, restaurant in Preston um, called Rakwa. Okay. Um, R-A-Q-W-A. Okay. Uh, it's right. It's on, on the, just up from the corner of Plenty Road and Bell Street. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, so it, interesting location, but worth the trek um, because their food is incredible. It's a bit of a, a sort of a Middle Eastern uh, twist on traditional breakfast food and, and lunch food and stuff. And, um, yeah, and I, I've been there twice. No, sorry, I've been there three times now. Um, 
And so I've started, I've, like, I went there once with some other friends and then I started introducing people to it. <laughs> um, so I will take Fulia because okay. you, you are, you are, full, you know, foodie Fuji. Yes. After all, um, you will absolutely love it. Uh, and then we went to the store of requirement. Yes, you did. Yes. Yes. Did you enjoy it? I, you did. I did. This is my second time going. Okay. I've only been there once. My first time was when it opened in 2018, I think it was. Mm-hmm. It opened. Um, and yeah, uh, it's basically just like walking into Diagon Alley, really. Yeah. It looks awesome. It's, it's like Flourish and Blots. It's just, it looks, <laughs> it, it's amazing. It's so amazing. Um, and they have this really cool thing now where you can get sorted. Like legit sorted, really in store. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. So, cool. so shout out to the the wonderful woman who was behind the counter, um, who who sorted all of us individually. Me and my two friends. Did you get sorted into the house that you thought you were sorted into? Oh, in, it, it was interesting. <laughs> to to paraphrase what the lovely lady said to me, I I am one of the most difficult sorts she's had to do. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So surprising because, you know, my two other friends, they both got put in the houses that they knew they were already in. I sorted myself into Slytherin many moons ago on Mm wizardingworld.com. Hashtag not sponsored. Um, (laughs) and, And I was like, okay, that's cool. Didn't expect that, but that's cool. And then she's asking me all these questions and a very confused look appears upon her face and she's she's just wondering why I was put in Slytherin because my answers are not really giving her Slytherin. Ah. Not exactly anyway. Okay. So she had to keep asking me questions to try and get narrow like narrow it down to just to either one house or something mm-hmm. or something. And I ended up with the or something because as it turns out, I am according to her uh, her esteemed knowledge and wisdom I am actually a slither claw. Oh! I'm on the cusp ah. of Slytherin and Ravenclaw. So you're kind of like Harry Potter with him and, you know, being Gryffindor and, and potentially Slytherin. Slytherin. Like a uh, Slytherdor would, would be Harry Potter, right? Or yeah. A, or, or a Gryffarin. I don't think that works no. as well. Um, <laughs> Slytherdor. Uh, yeah, and I'm a Slytherclaw. So, yeah, but she 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 made it so that the, the sorting out called out Ravenclaw, though, which was interesting. And I was like, oh, I was looking at buying something in green, but now my eyes are wandering to the blue. And oh. I don't know what to do. Um, but it was awesome. I highly recommend if you're if you're a Potterhead of any size or shape or color or creed, go to the store of requirement. They're on Smith Street in Collingwood. Um, yeah. So, so much fun. That sounds like an amazing experience. It was cool. I don't think I got that when I went. I literally just went into a store. Well, that's the thing. Same. Last time when they, like when they first opened, like they were serving butterbeer and I remember having butterbeer. I didn't even get that. Oh, boo. Well, they they only do, they only do that on weekends now. Oh, okay. They have this upstairs section, which I didn't even know existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. They made it look like the Great Hall, but it's just a a small version of the Great Hall. Small version of the Great Hall. But that's where they they do, they do the butterbeer up there on the weekends now. Uh, And yeah, the sorting wasn't even a thing, I don't think. When wow. I when I went, yeah, and I don't now think it was a thing when I went either. Yeah, so yeah, it was that was a lot of fun. Um, That's cool. Yeah, so you have to go and get sorted. Yes, I need to go back. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then yeah, what else did I do last week? Everything's just blurred in together. Like that was pretty much the big highlight of the week. And then 
Ah, uh, God, what did I, what else? I did other things and now I'm flaking on what they were. But we did, we did some really cool things on we Sunday, did. which was, which was great, which I will mention in a second because it's a really good segue into you. So mm-hmm. I'm going to just save that. But <laughs> most recently, uh, Christina and I went to Geelong. Yeah. Um, Hi, Christina. <laughs> and had a wonderful day and uh, discovered a, a lovely little cinema in Geelong called the Pivotonian, mm-hmm. uh, which is literally a stone's throw from, uh, I'm going to say it, it's now called GMHBA Stadium, formerly Skilled Stadium, for, okay. formerly or still kind of known as Cardinia Park, the home of Geelong. Right, right. Geelong right. Cats, the yes, AFL yes. and whatever other, like their whole, their big stadium basically yeah, uh, is literally right there. So um, easy, it's easy to find the cinema. Um but yeah, it was so cool. Uh, saw a movie called First Cow, which I'd never heard of, um, and it was sounds interesting. It was yeah, it was very much a slow burn kind of uh, quirky indie uh, sort of movie um, that I don't know how I would describe it. Like it's kind of set in the frontier era of the United States, so like in the eighteen hundreds, I think, um, in like the northwestern part of the country um so it's all this luscious greenland and um and forests and and mountains and stuff and just yeah it's just about these two strangers that happen to meet just randomly in the woods and form this friendship and start kind of start a business together um and things go awry and it's there's some cool humor in it and uh and some some lovely cinematography it's a lot of static cam and slow pans like very you know every shot is kind of meticulously structured to the point like where there's some really cool shots of like things are going on in the foreground but also in the background Ah. but the camera is not moving to focus or close up on either it doesn't it just stays for the majority of the scene it'll stay on the one shot mm-hmm. and then it'll go to another shot and come back or whatever but it's yeah so it was very interesting mm. directed by a woman too so okay which was cool and it was adapted from a book um but yeah first cow was very interesting so um yeah i wouldn't recommend it for everyone because it's definitely like a cinephiles type of film like if you're into film you'll really you'll probably get something out of it but but yeah, but it's yeah, it's 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 not a pop. It's not a popcorn movie by any yeah. means. Yeah, yeah, just for people wondering. <laughs> but yeah, we had a really really great day. Um, Geelong is awesome. Uh, I've been going to Geelong since I was very young, and yeah, it's it was one of it's one of my favorite places in Victoria outside of Melbourne, really. So mm-hmm. um, so that was great. And then cool. yeah, and then Sunday. Yes, Sunday was a great day. Um, Long day. Long. Oh man, I was Monday. I, I was, was dead by the time I, was I got a, home. I was dead by the time I got home, and I was even deader on Monday when I had to go to work. <laughs> I was just. Oh god, it was so bad. I'm like, oh, I'm not bouncing back like I used to. Um, <laughs> but no, it was a busy day of podcasting and yep. and creative fun. Yep. Um, but the main highlight of the day, although there were many highlights that day, was Eurovision. Eurovision. Da, 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 da. You know, 
I love that you know that. I'm like, well, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's, it. it's their opening tune. It's their opening tune. I will before r- the whole program starts. That's their theme song. I will have it memorized <laughs> by 2022. It's a very classical tune too. No, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So 2021 Eurovision happened, and uh, it was my first time kind of watching it live. I suppose. Yay! Which was great for me, being the Anglo of the group. <laughs> Being the Aussie of the group. Um, you got a little European in you. I do. No, I do. I do. Well, my I guess technically my entire heritage is European, but um, but in terms of, you know, I'm like three quarters UK and then one, qu- one, one quarter Polish, so <laughs> I'll hang on to that. Or one eighth Polish, I should say. It's even narrower. Um, but no, it was awesome. Lots of really great performances um and, and some high tension and some unexpected winners yeah um but it was it was great um and uh, now i will speaking of great we'll use this moment to segue <laughs> into what fully has been doing for the month because i'm sure she has many things to share about especially about eurovision yeah look i'd say the main highlight for me for this month has been eurovision um, I have done a few other things throughout the month, like I've caught up with friends and I've, you know, done things, but I feel like the the most memorable thing for me at the moment is Eurovision. Yeah, because it's still fresh, right? Yep. Yeah. Still very fresh, you know, and it just happened. Um, I missed it last year so much. Yeah. <laughs> we were so looking forward to last year too. Oh, so was. We were gear- we yeah. were gearing up to do our podcast last year. And then obviously, and then we couldn't. No, unfortunately, because it got cancelled. It got cancelled. Yeah, I mean, I still ended up watching their, um, like their version of celebrating the performances, sort of a show that they put on on the day that Eurovision would have happened, Mm. uh, which was still a lot of fun to watch. Um, You know, they called in, they zoomed a lot of the the artists, and um, you know, had a chat with them. They had fans going through as well so it was still it was still a good entertaining um you know couple of weeks during that time Mm -hmm. um but yeah we the actual atmosphere of a eurovision song contest was definitely missed last year Mm. so this year um it was amazing it was so good to have it back Mm -hmm. and i'm just yeah i was just flabbergasted about the results yeah that right? i was like wondering what was going on yeah the results just shocked me to the core yes <laughs> it was well it was really that that audience vote that threw threw Ooh. us for a loop wasn't it oh yeah yeah oh yeah um yeah but i really enjoyed the performances yep. i this a lot of the songs were really good um mm, Probably 50% of them were good for me. <laughs> yeah, I was a bit more kinder, I think, to the more yeah. eclectic or the more non-Eurovision-y ones, <laughs> of which there were a few. There were. There um, were. But yeah, you were all over the Europop ones. Yo, I love that stuff. It's what yeah. I grew up on. Yeah. I love Euro dance pop music. It's so good. Um, and it gets you dancing and... It's, it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the ballads as well. Mm -hmm. There were a couple of ballads in there that I really loved. Mm. Um, and, but yeah, um, for me, Eurovision was the main highlight of my month Mm -hmm. 
and I loved it so much. And for those of you who would like to know more details about that, yes, you can head on over to our Fred the Alien Productions um, profiles on any of your podcast preferences. Yes. And look up Fred, Fred's reaction, uh, Fred's Eurovision reactions podcast. Yes, it is there. <laughs> you can find it. Uh, Where both you and I and Wayne and Wayne, yeah, um, go into detail on our favorite performances and our reactions to the whole thing. Yes, definitely. So if you want to know a lot more than what we've just said yeah. go and listen to that podcast yes <laughs> we had such a great time yes it was so it. so good so yeah. much fun um speaking of things that we have watched yes the last month or so we've been watching a certain show here in yeah, australia a certain show yes which uh, has, funnily enough, been picked up over in America as well now. It is. So we are talking about the amazing reality competition show that is... The best. Lego Masters Australia. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. So... My, we are in (laughs) season three here in Australia. We're in season three. It just, just happened. Yes. And the amount of talent that we saw... Oof. In this show, wow! Yep, every Insane. every season Insane. is getting better and better. Yeah, the competition is getting harder. Yeah, the builds are getting like just out of this world, amazing. Yep, love it. Uh, so <laughs> absolutely love it. So we are going to start off with uh, our favorite teams. Okay. Of the Lego Masters yes. season three. Yes, yes. Kendall. Yes. Would you like to start? I will. <laughs> I will. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we pick, We each picked three mm-hmm. uh, of our favorite teams. And, oh, my God, they're so different. Like, you wouldn't even. Uh, <laughs> you'll get my sarcasm in a second. Because my, my favorite teams, um, starting from the bottom and going to the top, uh, Scott and Owen were mm-hmm. my third favorite team. Yep, um, love those boys. Followed by uh, Sarah and Fleur in yep. second place for me, and then in first place, Gabby and Ryan. Yeah, um, which was so interesting that they ended up becoming my favorite team because they were not my favorite team when, when it started. <laughs> but as they went along, and you know, you get to get to know in quotations, but you get to know them better. Yeah. They just really came across as these super nice people, yep. um, super down to earth, super pure and wholesome and just happy-go-lucky, mm-hmm. uh, just happy to be there, kind of. Like, they don't take Lego too seriously. I mean, seriously in certain ways, for sure. Yes. But, uh, yeah, but overall, they just brought good vibes. They really did. And yeah. the fact that they were also both parents. Yeah. Um, bringing in that side of their personalities into their builds. Oh, I love that. It was so good. It was great. Yeah. It was great. And it was a great way to, for them to be creative. Um, you know, obviously... Each one had their strengths. Yes. Ryan had the technical ability. His technical ability and, and he then, loved trains as well. Oh, oh, he loved trains. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> uh, and then you've got Gabby, who's the, very, the more creative side. Yeah, she was bringing the aesthetics and the storytelling. Definitely. Yeah. Def- but, you know, 
that's what you want in a team. Yeah. Like if if not one does one thing, one does the other, mm-hmm. but then you can bring it all together and make a cohesive build. And that's it's, right. And it's always amazing to see what they can produce. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in, especially because they're coming up with all of these out of like from scratch really Definitely. like they've been given a prompt obviously in relation to what the challenge is and what Brickman expects to see mm. but then they're allowed to pick within those guidelines whatever they want yeah and it's all coming from inside their mind and the yeah. fact that they that all of these teams not just Gabby and Ryan but all of these teams can visualize and then make them come to life in such a way yeah, it's it's so just beyond incredible to yeah. me. Yeah, and their love of Lego just comes through. It does so much. Like it not does. just Gabby and Ryan, like everyone. Yeah, everyone that's in that competition. Yeah, um, I think that's one of the reasons why Lego Masters, just in general, is such a good show to watch, is because you you see these people and their passion, and there's no toxicity. Nope. And there's no drama, like manufactured, you know, drama. I mean, yes, Hamish likes to make co- <laughs> cause drama in quotation marks. Um, we'll get to him later. <laughs> we'll get to him later. Um, but but it's, you know, it's, it's so much different from other reality shows in, yeah, in that definitely. way. And I think it makes it one of the best reality shows on television. I absolutely love it. And, yeah. you know, my, my favourite team's... Pretty much exactly the same. Yeah, as I was going to say, let's go to your no, favorite yeah, teams. My no particular order: uh, Ryan, Gabby, Owen, and Scott, and F- Sarah and Fleur. Yeah, I love them. They was oh, they're all just so much fun to watch. Yeah, just they to was, see their creativity come yeah. to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they had the for me all these these people had the perfect mix of um, talent, personality, and you know the lo- their love for Lego. Yeah. Um, and because Sarah, yeah, Sarah and Fleur were my favorite team originally. Yeah, and then it switched. But um, but I still really loved them in the end. And then yeah, Scotty and Owen. Scotty and Owen, uh, <laughs> they have shookers. Yeah, shuckers, 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 shuckers. <laughs> they have their. Let's start again halfway through the build moments. Oh my god! They had that quite a few times. They did, didn't they? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I, I think the that's fo- the main drama that we saw. Oh, yeah, that was. Out of all the... As yeah. soon as they got their feedback from Brickman, they're like, hmm, let's start again. <laughs> I just... It drove me nuts. I was on the edge of my seat yeah. every time they did that. I'm like, no! Especially the one where, like, they... It was they were building the tree like the for the oh cut, the cut, cut in, in half, half challenge yeah and then they realized after they smashed their tree that they needed they a tree it, anyway <laughs> and then they had to rebuild it oh god it's like yeah. you just you, you you pretty much destroyed uh, the amount of time of Lego that you just built on something that you're gonna build again <laughs> yeah you just just left it yeah thought about it and then maybe just rejigged it a little yeah. bit that's all like that was. <laughs> That was the only thing that I thought would be Scott and Owen's undoing was the fact that the two of them, it took them all season to kind of sync up in terms of what their yeah. their minds wanted and what they wanted. Because, um, you know, Owen was so technical driven and so just like my way or the highway yeah. that every time Scotty was like, no, man, you got to do it this way, man. Like, you know. Just relax. Relax, bro. It's fine. <laughs> I just, love just how laid back he is. Yeah, great, right? It's so good. Like if and we then could you all s- live like him. It would yeah, be awesome. you see, you see, you see Scott 
feel just all like laid back and chill and just let's just have fun with it. Let's go with the flow. Then you see Owen, stress levels up high. Yeah. All about the technical <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, we need to get this done. And then you can see how fast he was yeah, building. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. When he was I, a machine. He was an absolute machine. Like, there was that one time, when the la- one of the last a couple episodes, where they're just the camera, like, zooms in on his face, and he's just, like, dead in in the face. He's dead in the face because he's just building, 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 building. He's building. in the zone. He's in the zone. And yeah. it looks insane. Um. <laughs> But then there was that one, yeah, there was that one build that kind of annoyed me where, and it was one of the main, it was, I think it was the first build where they kind of faltered with Brickman, okay. um, the, the mission to Mars build. Yeah. Um, so their section, they decided oh, yeah, to do, yeah. they it was just, all gray. It was all gray. Yeah. Right. Um, and I totally got where Owen was coming from because Owen was all like, but no, when you, you know, for the aesthetic we're going for, it's, you know, it's sci-fi. It's it's realistic sci-fi, right? So it's everything's yeah. all grey, and that's right. That's like incorrect. Like it made me think of Alien because in Alien, literally every everything on those ships is either grey or black or, or brown or whatever. So it's those colours. Yeah. Um. So he picked the right colours, but the fact that I, I as soon as like Brickman came over and was like, "Let's step back, boys, and let's just have a look. Can you see what's going on?" And you couldn't. It made so much sense, but then Owen was like sticking to his guns. Even though Scotty's like, "Come on, man, we gotta, we gotta add some color. We gotta add some color. You gotta do what Brickman says." And Owen's like, "No, no, no, I'm going for it. I'm going for it because aesthetics make sense." And he's like, mm, "No, no, I, I feel like that was, for me, that was their worst build." Yeah, that was. I feel like that was. That, they could have yeah. done so much better with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I understand that they were, like the the aesthetic that Owen was going for. He yeah. wanted to keep it that way. Yeah. But like Brickman said, because it's all in one freaking tone, like one color, it, it, you can barely see what's happening mm-hmm. because all the things that's happened that, that is going on, it's actually, it's actually in the background rather than the foreground. Yeah. And so it's all covered up with all these gray sort of like metal, we'll say. Yeah. Um, in their build. And it just got lost. It absolutely got lost in the build. It did. It really did. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. good. But they made it to the finale. They so. did. They did, which is an amazing accomplishment. Absolutely. Uh, especially, you know, with the amount of amazing builds that they've done throughout, throughout the season. Yep. Um, I have to say, Sarah and Fleur were so much fun to watch. I loved watching them. Oh, my These goodness. These two kick-ass ladies, mums. Mums. Uh, mums that love Lego. Mums that love Lego. Oh my gosh. It was great. Like it was they're blazing a trail. Yeah. Um, them and Gabby, like the fact that they all got so close to winning was was just astonishing. And I loved how emotional it got when, you know, when they were eliminated. Yeah. And and how like you could see the two women and, and, and looking over at Gabby and going, oh, my God, look at how women in this. Because the past couple of seasons, it's only been men. Men, yeah, that have mainly. Made it, mainly men, which is, you know, I guess that is what it is. But it's so cool to see female builders actually yeah. succeeding. And Sarah and Fleur were just so... Uh, unapologetically themselves the entire way through. Oh, yeah. So individualistic. Like, I want everything in Fleur's wardrobe. Every time she walked out <laughs> with a new dress or a new I shirt. I loved it. Ah, oh, gorgeous. That, is, that for me is, like, if I had to choose a particular sort of wardrobe, that would be it. Yeah. I would love to be able to dress like it's that. It's like a punk goth 
pinup sort yes. of look, you know? Yes. Yeah. And the fact that she was also brought up in theatre as well. Yeah, she was a theatre kid. How awesome is that? That was so cool. Yeah, and she right? brought that sort of side of her personality into her builds as well. Um, yep. It, her build, like, their builds were very aesthetic. Pleasing. I loved their aesthetic choices, and it's it no so and cool. it's no wonder they deserved that platinum brick when they won it. The geisha, geisha build, oh, that was good. Wow, and I love the way that she makes food out of Lego. I know that is impressive. I wanted to learn how to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they were um they were hitting hitting well with the the NPU thr- yeah. throughout the show. That's All of for the sure. nice part usage. Yes, <laughs> yes. Quoting official Lego. Lingo. Um, terminologies. Terminologies. Um, yeah, no, I yeah, I, I adored I adored them. I mean they the one thing they probably did struggle on on was probably their fa- faces, just in terms of getting them the heads round. Yeah. All of their heads were very squarish. Square. I mean they they still looked really nice. But they yes, they did. They, they still stepped, looked great. Yeah, but I feel like from the beginning of the season to where they ended up their technical ability improved so improved. much, right? Yeah, and it's amazing when you watch all these teams from the start to the finish. Yeah, how much their builds get better, improve, yeah. and how much their skills improve from where they've lacked mm-hmm. when they started. Yeah, um, it's great. So yeah, it's just amazing. I, it, oh. yeah, it's so good, and that's that's not not even again not just Sarah and Fleur, but there were a few teams that had, were doing things. That you know, before the competition, they never would have even thought to try, exactly, um, or thought they couldn't yeah. do, um, or stayed away from Technic altogether. Like, and just to see them challenge themselves and actually succeed was, and just to see that growth, yes, that was super cool, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, speaking of builds, we are now going to change it up and yes. talk about our favorite challenges of the season. Yeah, which is going to be awesome. <clears throat> yes, uh, I. Start off with, with my choices. Yes, uh, I really love the eighties arcade game Me challenge. Me too. That almost made my top three. I literally it was, was in heaven watching them build games out yeah. of Lego. Um, it was so much fun to see that. Yeah. Uh, my my gosh though it must have it was so technically challenging from some of them it was um and i felt so bad for them too cuz some of them didn't do so well no there were a couple of teams uh david and gus struggled a little bit mm. so surprisingly they had a great uh build in terms of the game like the arcade game but yeah. then but then the the technique that they put in malfunctioned yeah um and so they ended up with an unfinished arcade game yeah which sucked. which sucked because didn't they do the the skate the skater girl one wasn't was that them no or was that was that the michael and um i think that was michael harrison, harrison. okay all right um i think their which build was, was... oh it was a superhero one or is an action something one they something, were fighting aliens or something? I can't remember. Yeah, that's okay. But yeah, the the I think the thing that they were trying to do was to get their little counter, um, their life counter. Yeah, yeah. To sort of work, but yeah. it, it just wasn't it didn't, just didn't. wasn't doing what it, what they wanted it to do, which sucked. Yeah, I felt so bad for them because they were doing so well up until that point. They were winning challenges up until that point. Yeah, that was the beginning of a of a kind of a downfall for them. Yeah, in the season, I I think so. Yeah. Um, 
it's just it's amazing where you see that you see them with their skills their abilities mm-hmm. in the way that they do their storytelling their technical ability and all that sort of stuff and just their aesthetics yeah it's amazing yeah but then you get to a challenge where something goes wrong and because you're under a time constraint yeah. it's just the stress levels go up oh, yeah. and because of that it's probably why they ended up uh losing that challenge um but you always learn from it and you they do. did they did they i mean things worked out pretty well for them yeah so. yeah um but yeah the arcade the arcade build was just that was so much fun the to different watch. the different types of games they ended up creating like i wanted to play some of them to oh, be yeah. honest oh yeah <laughs> i really wished <laughs> i would have put my 20 cents into their games yes yes that was, <laughs> that was great <laughs> Um, the, another one that I want to mention that I really loved, um, was the cut in half challenge. Yeah. That in itself is a, like an, oh my God, mind blowing sort of challenge. Yeah. How creative you can be to turn an everyday object that's been cut in half, literally. Yeah. Um, and then just extend that out and create a story from it. Yeah, and that for me was so cool. Mm-hmm. The the builds that you got out of that, like Ryan and Gabby had such a funny one. With I the cash loved register. it. <laughs> I loved that one. That was like watching them build this lady coming out that's covered in money as a dress. Yeah, just going ching. Yeah, <laughs> with the arms uh, in the air. She was. That was yeah. That was one yeah. of one of my favorite builds that Ryan and Gabby did. I think yeah. Yeah, and you could tell they were having so, so much, much fun. fun. And the joke about the cleavage. The, I know it was so good. <laughs> that Ryan was helping Gabby make boobs on this on this Lego build. <laughs> uh, it was so funny. Oh gosh, I I love those. I love that. Yeah. Um, another one that I really loved was uh. The um, David and Gus's kaboom, their boombox. Yeah, that ended yeah. up becoming this. Um, like I, I want to say I'm. I I have things to say, and I'm going to save them for the next yeah. the next segment. Yeah, yeah. I think but I feel I feel I was, need to as well. But it, you're right. It was spectacular. It's so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just you know, the moment they realized they had to, they didn't have to have it just sitting on the table. Yeah, that was cool. And they just they were like, let's have it. In the air, yeah. And had whatever was the Lego bit underneath, and I was just so like, "That good. is a brilliant, genius idea." It was so good, and it was so creative. I loved it. Oh my goodness! Um, I'll leave that. Yes, <laughs> there's more I want to talk about, but we'll save it for for the next little section. Yes, yes. What's your third? Um... My third favorite challenge. Yes, is the color your world. Yeah, bringing color to a black and white scene. Yeah, was. Probably one of my favorite was, I'd say my absolute favorite challenge. Oh, cool. Um, just because of the fact that the, the whole contrast between, you know, the color that pops out from seeing just black and white and gray. Yeah. And I'd say the, out of, out of all the builds from that challenge, Ryan and Gabby, and Sarah and Fleur yep. did an amazing job. They were the stand standouts. They were brilliant. Yep. Um, I I think Sarah Sarah and Fleur's one was absolutely lovely mm-hmm. because you know it's flowers 
Um, and even though they didn't add too much color, it just, it made sense Yeah. because the whole point of that challenge was you, you're going to put color into this, but you, there need to be, there needs to be a reason why the color's coming into this world. Exactly. Yes. And their reason was just, you know, it's, it's brilliant. It's genius. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a watering can. Yeah. And you're seeing all these different colored flowers coming to life. Yeah. It's great. So they literally turned their, because it was a house, everyone got the same house. Yes. And street. Yes. And they decided to make their house the pot, the flower pot. A, plant, a planter. A planter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they added extra, extra black and white, like flowers. Yeah. And Which Brickman cool. made a comment about the fact that they added in more black and white yeah. so that the color would pop. Yeah. And then it would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Loved it. It's Absolutely great. loved it. But it's great. yeah, and Ryan Ryan and Gabby's one, I think, was my favorite, but I'll talk about that uh in the next section as well. Yes. Cuz cuz they had a lovely amazing build for that one. Yes. And I loved it. Nice. Um enough from me. <laughs> <laughs> what were your favorite challenges from the season? Well, Fulia. <laughs> um I mean, look, I pretty much had almost the exact same again answers as you. Um, just going off the color your world, uh, that was my third favorite challenge of the whole season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like you loved the contrast of the colors between the monochrome and the, yeah. the rainbow splendor going on. <laughs> um, oh, I, I, I adored it. And then the bonus of seeing Hamish and Brickman in black and white. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Them, you, they, everybody walks in, they see Hamish and Brickman. Black and white. Yeah, they're like that's the only time they get to dress up really cool. Yeah, and yeah. with makeup and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, and Fleur, Fleur couldn't handle seeing Brickman in a suit and I with know makeup she was having a bit of a moment. It was she? she was, and it was God bless her. She's just wonderful. Um, and then I love the gag with that when when Geordie came out and he was all done up in his outfit, and then and they had already finished. they'd already changed they'd back, already changed into original clothes. It was a good, that was a good gag. That was a good gag. But yeah, but the color, yeah, the color your world build was just, it was such a cool thing. And I hope they make it a regular build every season. So. Because it just, it popped. Like, again, like, I agree with you, Sarah and Fleurs and Gabby and Ryan's were the two best. Yeah. Um, I was so disappointed with David and Gus because they they had such a great concept. They did. They, they had the potential to, but they, to do well. They put too much color in. Um, to the point where the story was lost. Yeah. Um, and it was so disappointing because, like, when Brickman made the point of, like, if you'd have literally just made the unicorns in colour and have those trails coming behind them instead of colouring... Everything. Of everything, like, you, you know, colouring, like, half the house. Like, they replaced the entire house with coloured bricks almost. Yeah. Like, it was it was too much. So, which was disappointing because, mm. again, I really liked their idea. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that was just a fantastic build. Um, my second favorite challenge, um, again, cut in half. Yeah, it's uh, it's probably my favorite recurring challenge that they, they've done. It is, and I love the fact that they're using that particular challenge in every season. It's great. It's such a great way to see how creative these teams can be. Exactly. Yeah. That's why that's one of the reasons I love it because you don't know what to expect. And exactly. as as Hamish said, expect the unexpected <laughs> in season 3. Yes. Um which was 
<laughs> that ongoing gag. Was I was just... great. <laughs> gold. Absolute gold. Um, but no, the cut in half, I just, yeah. I think it's just so, it's it's one of the best ways that each team can show their creativity um, and see what they, they can come up with. Yeah. Um, and I just the way these these ideas are born out of just this half of a thing. Yeah. It's just so clever. Mm. And like, who thinks of that stuff? Um, I mean, I won't mention what my favorite build is out of them because I'm going to talk about it in a moment. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but again, yeah, Gabby and Ryan's cha-ching <laughs> was, was spectacular. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then even though Scott and Owen kind of had a misstep with their tree and smashing it and rebuilding it, I really liked the sentiment of their, of their build. Yeah. Same. The love story through the ages sort of thing. Um, I, and the fact that they, you know, turned this gramophone into a tree of life sort of situation, I thought, I thought it was really, really nice. And it actually came up pretty well. Yeah, it did. In the end, I think. It did. I feel like though, that if they had have, if they hadn't have made that build so big, they would have had so much more time to finesse it, to make it look better. That was the one thing that was missing. And I think I remember them saying that, yeah, they, they didn't have time to do all the little details and all the zhuzhing, as they, they, yeah. like, they like to say. Yeah. Zhuzhing, which is a great word. The zhuzh was missed. The zhuzh was missed a little <laughs> bit, which is disappointing. But it still came out okay. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, I would be just... I mean, well, I wouldn't be me, would I, if I didn't say my favourite challenge this year was the Avengers. Yes. Marvel Cinematic Universe build. Um, yeah. I lost my ever-loving mind yeah. when that door opened and revealed the, the giant Avengers logo. I was like, <laughs> it's like, they're oh, doing this. Oh, my they're God. They're so doing this. And then, but then, I, and then I was like, holy shit, it's, it's Marvel. It's Avengers, right? But then when Hamish specifically said, no, it's Marvel Cinematic Universe, I was like dead. I'm just like, this is exactly my bag. Because um, last year <sighs> in season two, they did Star Wars. They did Star Wars. And yes. that was, I lost my shit then too. And that yeah. was that was incredible. And then the year before that, they did Back to the Future. They did. With the DeLorean builds. <laughs> the Chaos Gang. Um, we won't mention that. No. Not just we, yet. Maybe Maybe later, later on. We'll see. Um, but anyway, Marvel, the... That was just spectacular, uh, marvelous, if you will. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just adored it. I really, I really did. And every, every single build was was phenomenal. Mm. Um, I have one special favorite, which I'll mention shortly. But uh, my second favorite, close second, Gabby and Ryan's Asgard. Yeah. Um, their, their force perspective. Their force perspective. They nailed the force perspective. They did like, really well. I was so worried because I'm like. My favorite team has my favorite god, my favorite character, my favorite world <laughs> yeah. within this world, right? And I was freaking out. I'm like, they're doing force perspective. This is gonna. Every time anyone and try anyone tries to do force perspective in Lego Masters, it never gets really rarely gets right. You mm. know, you, they they just can't pull it off. But then these guys made it work. Um, with just the the size the size they chose to use for the the Asgardian like you know the buildings in the background and um, so gorgeous with the golden bricks and then they have the rainbow bridge the way they did the rainbow bridge I love I loved that yeah just looking at the way that they actually built that and I'm like it's literally black Lego bricks with colored translucent bricks yeah. just sort of spaced out 
I'm like, wow. Yeah, it was so cool. It was insanely well yeah. done. Yeah, they nailed it. I love that. Um, yeah, and then to have Thor at the front with Loki on the end of the bridge, <laughs> and 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 Thor's you know hurling Mjolnir into this like frost giant monster. Yeah, uh, was very cool. I, I love that. I think that was one of my favorite Marvel builds. Yeah, yeah. it was it was so great. Cool. It was great. So yeah. I was just I was so I was in heaven watching that episode. <laughs> oh, I I was I was excited for you thank you <laughs> thank you i think yeah i had a couple of people go did you see it and i'm like yes, yes. I saw it. <laughs> oh my god it was so good um yeah so those are those are my favorite challenges mm-hmm. uh which means i think we can now move on to um our favorite builds yes. of the entire competition Ooh, um, and there were a lot to choose from. there were a lot to choose from and a little difficult to narrow down it was but <laughs> Again, as I read the notes, it seems we have aligned a little bit in our yeah. our choices. <laughs> so, Fulia, would you like to say your top three favorite builds? Yes, uh, I will start off with uh, Scott and Owen's Strum King from oh. the eighties arcade game. Oh, just great! Holy moly! That as was s- as soon as they decided yeah. that that was what they were going to do. I was like. Sweet yeah. guitar hero, love it, love it, because I love my guitar. Hero. I love me too, <laughs> me too. Um, and just the concept that they had for the game itself, it started off okay, but then they decided to work on this really complicated mechanism in their build, which would essentially light up each of the levels. In, in a sort of like an interval sort of a like timing. A, yeah, 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 yeah. So that ev- so that it, you would start off at level one and then you would progress to two and then three and in the way that – and then the light would then switch off backwards. So it would go in reverse order. Yeah. Um, the fact that they had the revolving guitar, the, the strum. Yeah. Of the guitar and you just it's just going round and round, but you that is the iconic thing in Guitar Hero that you see the the notes, the notes on, the, on the on the strum on the strings yeah. going past, and you have to click mm-hmm. and to make sure that you're pressing the right buttons. Brilliant, love that, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's why that one was like my favorite build from that challenge. Mm. So good, so creative. Um, there were some other uh, like creative ones from that challenge as well, but I, that was my favorite one overall. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm so glad they they won that challenge. Yeah, me too. On that, me too. So good. <laughs> um, I will. My next uh, favorite build is David and Gus's Kaboom Box. Uh, as I mentioned before, when I was talking about my favorite challenges, the idea of them getting this um, tape deck that was cut in half, mm-hmm. uh, r- they were trying to think of ways to get it to work while it was just sitting on the table. Then they raised it up and then built from underneath. Wow. Absolute wow. Yeah. Mind-blowing. Yeah. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sensing a little bit of a theme in this particular section with my favorite builds because we went from 
music from a music game yes to a kaboom box yes that's about just you know the color the music is just exploding out, out of it. yeah of this de- of this tape deck mm. and the way that they did it brick man's words it was art oh, absolute yeah. art yep I yep. could 100%. I could have that sitting in my living room you in, could. In, in in its own glass case <laughs> yep and just looking yep. pretty yep so amazing yeah oh my gosh um and then continuing that theme my uh, my other favorite build was um Ryan and Gabby's color your world yeah yeah so nice. like <laughs> everything seg- connects it, it sort of connects yeah. from music to color yeah you know from music and color and then to just color being brought into a monochrome world mm. and Ryan and Gabby's story to to their build was so funny because apparently these little ducks crossing the road <laughs> was the cause of a massive truck that hit a house that that had the paint exploded. Yeah, the rainbow paint truck. Yeah, uh, which literally said rainbow paint. It did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was no. That was yeah. That was probably the best. I mean, they won that challenge, didn't they? I think I think they did. I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah, yeah. I feel, it was so, I feel like they did. It was so um, clever. And I feel like that's the challenge they lost there, or was it before that? No, they. So if you're talking about the brick of the doom, brick of doom, yeah. Cue the lightning <laughs> and thunder. Um, the, yeah, they lost the brick of doom. Um, that was uh, earlier, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it? earlier. It was when they the, the hanging one. That's right. When they they built the the man on the on the contra- flying contraption. Yeah. That that was very that was the first time I I was like, "Okay, Gabby and Ryan got some skills." Yeah, like, yeah. like I mean, I knew they had skills already, but that was the that was the turning point for them. For yeah, them yeah, the that was their turning point and it Even was Even though they literally got eliminated next build. I know. <laughs> They literally went from their best build to one of their worst in the same bloody episode, and it was oh, gut wrenching. Yeah, but they, you know, they survived and came back. So it was pretty fun. much. Um, but yeah, their their rainbow paint was so that, cool. Yeah, I yeah. just loved it so mm-hmm. much. Yeah, Kendall, what were your favorite builds? Okay, all right, let's <laughs> let's go. Let's let's do this. Um, so my third favorite build, switching gears. Um, I had to mention one of the Marvel ones. Of course I did. Um, but I I think this probably, to be fair, was maybe actually my third favorite, not just because I'm biased, but I loved the hell out of um, Scott and Owen's Sanctum Sanctorum. Yes. Um, because, and I'm pretty sure Brickman maybe said it or Hamish said it, but it looked like a, a proper Lego set that Lego and Marvel would release. Yeah. For an official Definitely. thing, like it had that vibe. Mm. Um, they cat, they nailed the the aesthetic of um, of the sanctum itself, like from the films. Mm-hmm. Like Owen nailed the window. <laughs> of course he did. That was and that was like the one thing, obviously, that they were like, they've got to get this window right, or it's not going to come together no. because that's the iconic thing that makes you makes you go yeah yeah it makes you go all right i know where i am i'm i'm in the sanctum sanctorum right so the fact that they got the window down pat that was so good um the fact that they found a way to 
bring in other characters. So the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. were involved, coming through a portal from a spaceship. That into was genius. Genius idea. I loved that. That that that's why that that their build was my favorite of the Marvel and my third overall. Yeah. Just because they brought that extra creativity to it. Yeah. Um, I thought outside the box really on that one and it makes sense because there are crossovers in these movies yeah so why not have crossovers in the lego um (laughs) makes sense and yeah it was so cool to just see you know to to bring some extra life to it by bringing these extra characters in that are very colorful as well and stand out against the background um and then of course the the highlight of the entire build really was the way they had dr strange up on the translucent bricks. Yeah. With firing his, like, you know, magic beams into the monster. Yeah, 100%. Um, it was so cool. Yeah. It was so it. cool. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely nailed it. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I really loved their their build. Um, and then <clears throat> my second favorite build, again, I, I had to pick Scotty and Owen's uh, Strum King. Strum King. It was... I mean, there's a reason I didn't say much when you were talking because I'm like, <laughs> I have my own thoughts for my own thing. Yeah, I, no, I loved it. Out of all the arcade ones, like yeah. like um, Gabby and Ryan's Galaxy Girl was probably a close second. Yes, yes. Because I loved the way that they made the the ship move from side yeah. to side with the Technic. Um, that was really cool. And it was set in space, so <laughs> yes. Um, but no, the, the Strum King was, for all the reasons you said... Just yeah. spectacular. Uh, probably the best technical ability in the entire series I've seen. Yeah. That, that I can remember. Like from season, all three seasons. Like it was just so impressive. And I didn't think they were going to pull it off because, you know, there was so much pressure on them, to, especially on Owen, of course, to get that, yeah. m- you know, mechanic, mechanical thing actually doing what it was supposed to do. Um, and they already kind of pulled it off when they did the, um, uh, when ugh, I can't remember what the name of the challenge was, but you know, the one where they did the Greek kind of se- setting and Owen built the Minotaur in the thing. Yeah. 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 So that, that was the, um, Oh my goodness. I, it wasn't the stop in your tracks one. Was it? Or it the, was. It, I think it was. Was it? I'm pretty sure it was. Or was it the, um, the adventure one? I don't remember which build it that was. That was, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it was the the Adventurer's one. It was the Adventurer's Tale, the, the Hero's Journey. Hero's Journey, that's the one. It was the Hero's, a he- a hero's Quest. Hero's Quest. So we, that, got, we got there. Okay, we got there. <laughs> the, the Hero's Quest Challenge, yes, yes. Yes, where they, they had their, their Greek scene uh, with all the temples and then they had a minotaur and coming out. And going back in and coming in. Yeah, like, with the giant cyclops on the yeah, outside. Yeah. That was that was cool. Yeah. I really liked that build. Um, but that was the first kind of like really cool technical ability they showed, I think. And then Yeah, yeah. And then they just upped the ante on this. Like Owen just nailed it with yeah, the with the way really the lights did. lit up and then with the especially I think I was most impressed with the way that the keys so on the on like the piano were moving as well as the strum, yeah. The, the the guitar itself. Yeah. It was just... And it was so colourful too. Yeah. And the different levels had the different... Like, they built a story into it of, like, you know, level one's, like, your garage band, level two, you're, your you're, play, you're playing a pub, level three, you're a stadium rock star. Yeah, yeah. Like, so clever. It yeah. was, and, and no-brainer, No, really. yeah, exactly. It was just... I loved it. I loved it so much. <laughs> um, and then my favourite build, of course, 
was <laughs> uh, David and Gus's Kaboom Box. Yes. Uh, when you took the words out of my mouth, Fulia, as soon as I saw that on the show, I, I'm like, I want that in my house. Mm-hmm. I want that in my lounge room on display because it was just gorgeous. Yeah. Stunning. Definitely. Like, I love looking at it. Um, and it, and it was, it was a great build you can get lost in because I didn't even realize upon first glance, but they were using like parts that were like, uh, you know, the same, like the, the colors of the rainbow that was spilling out of the, the boom box in those streams, they had parts that were coming out of that, that matched the color. Yeah. And like. Little little instruments, like they had bigger instruments, but yeah. then they had little, little instruments ones, yeah. that were the same color. Oh my god! The little details that they put the into details it, details and just they everything. won the zhuzh. They won the zhuzh. Oh, the zhuzh award goes to Damon <laughs> Gus, that's for sure. But no, I was, ah, oh, I was moved by that piece. Yeah, like especially as someone so creative, like both of us. Yeah, so, we're so creative. We like and we both love music. And color. Yes. It was just, I can't even really put into words. Bring it out as a set. Bring it out as a set. <laughs> you make millions. I'll, that'll be the Lego I will buy would be that. Holy crap, yes. I will do the same. <laughs> it was just, yeah, It belong, in the words of Indiana Jones, it belongs in a museum. Yep. Um, it is just phenomenal. Um, all right. That's our favorite builds of the entire competition. Yes. Um, so we're going to switch gears a little bit here uh, and talk about one host of the show, one one funny stand-up guy. <laughs> uh, that would be Hamish Blake himself. Yes. The the wonderful host of, yes. of Lego Masters Australia. <laughs> um, couldn't have a better host if you ask me. Um, Fulia, did you have a favourite Hamish moment from season three? I had a few favourites. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot. He me up He's so, so much. good, yeah. Um, just the fact that, you know, they brought him in purely because of his personality. Yeah. it's a, His personality is so great. Yeah. I've actually met him and spoken oh, to him. Oh, have you? Years and years ago, Okay, though. that's cool. Um, He's he, that's the way he actually is. He's just like that. He's just like that. That's cool. And it's awesome. Um, and he's such a like in a humbling way, so funny. Yeah, he's such a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I, I'm gonna first start off with a a little honorable mention to one of my to one of my favorite moments in the show. Yeah, and that's him pretending to be the cameraman. When he goes around to the bills to try and get, uh, you know, a sort of surprising sort of a moment to a dr- try and a dramatic moment, a dramatic moment from from the from the contestants during their build. Um, you know, he was he, he wanted to get as close as possible without the contestants feeling like they're being, uh, you know, Recorded. watched yeah. by. Hamish or yeah. Brickman. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, I'm going to disguise myself as a cameraman. Yeah. And then I'm going to go in. <laughs> and then I'm going to start talking to them. <laughs> yeah. Like, surprise them. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, it was good. Um, 
not not only that moment, but also like another moment where he's got the camera and he's actually just doing all the things where it's kind of like his he's selfie like, moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Using using the the steady cam. Yeah, those things are heavy. It looks heavy. Yeah, and he was just like, oh my god. And then you could tell that when he once he did it and he put it down, you could tell his oh, yeah, arms look sore. I think he exclaimed something <laughs> he's about like, it. Oh, that's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Very funny. Um, but I'd say my favorite Hamish moment were the st- <laughs> the stormouts <laughs> that he tried to do. Yeah, I it's like I've had enough of this. And rips, rips off, off his, his mic. mic and just like walks away. Uh, uh, and like shoves the cameraman out the way. And, yeah, he's uh, like just stop, stop recording. recording. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny because he was like because you know that's and that's the other thing about. Um, this show that I love is the fact that they not only do they have the contestants being filmed, you know, in their little asides of like, here's, here's what we were thinking during this. or here's what we were doing. And they, they also do it with Hamish. Yeah. Hamish gets interviews as well. He gets interviewed. What (laughs) show interviews the host? I know. (laughs) Lego Masters Australia. It's great. It's such good comedic value. Yeah. I want to see if they do that in the American one now. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. If we want, if we get to watch that. With Will Arnett. With Will Arnett. I know, right? So cool. Um, But yeah. Yeah. Just the fact that that one episode where he's like, I'm going to get more than one storm out. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I was getting at with like the interview thing. Like he was talking about how like he's going to, he's like, you know. We take that maths. We're not gonna. We're, we're, we're gonna. We're gonna create some drama here. So funny. Oh my gosh! Like I'm just looking. At him like oh my god, Hamish, what are you doing? I, I loved when when like he was doing it. He did it to a few teams, but then when he went up to Sarah and Fleur, he just walked up and then they looked at him and he's like, I don't have to take this. Yeah, it didn't even say anything. They didn't even do anything. It was so like, good. Oh okay. Oh all right. <laughs> it was got. It, it was. was yeah. Comedy gold. Comedy gold. Yeah. Loved it. Absolutely. Hamish, we love you. We do. So much. <laughs> what was your favourite Hamish moment? Oh, uh, look, I, again, I had a few as well. I probably have to give an honourable mention to the fact that every time they they were teasing a special guest, it turned out to be Hamish. Hamish, yeah. With, with, the, with one, I think it was like one, one exception. exception. One exception. One exception. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when he, he turned out to be the the the, the professional bowler, yeah, um, not that, so professional. Not so professional. I still can hear Gabby going, "Hamish, I know." In my head, when he he screwed up their 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 um their bowl, their, the bowl for their build, for their cat for their castle. Yeah, their, yeah, that was that was frustrating. And as soon as they they got him in, I was like, okay, oh well, because he was bowling all right at first. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, oh, maybe that, I know, I know COVID and stuff, but like, couldn't they not have gotten a professional, like an professional actual, bowler yeah. in? Because like the quality of these, of these builds kind of depends on how good they, good they explode. Right. So I was a bit, uh, a bit disappointed. Yeah. In a way, but it made for good television still. It and did. it was great to see Hamish participating in that way. And then when he dressed up as the eighties <laughs> guy. That was that was awesome. Oh, um, that mullet. That mullet was just <laughs> awesome. Double denim. Yep. Yeah, it was sick. Yeah. Um, but my, I think my probably my favorite Hamish moment, and again, it's me being biased, but um, when he was going into the Marvel brick pit. <laughs> 
to steal all the minifigs <laughs> in like the least subtle way possible. Oh my gosh. It was great. So <coughs> it he was did, great. He did that in last season too. He did. I forgot about it. And they mentioned it. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that's right. And he did. He stole. I think he stole some of the Star Wars. The Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. And then this, like, my favorite part of the whole. Well, not uh, not of the whole Marvel episode, but one of my favorite parts of that episode was like right at the end, and they're all walking out towards the roller door, and then I think the door starts to come down, and then Hamish pops back in runs in, grabs a couple of more yeah. figs and then runs out again before the door shuts. So funny. It was so funny. I feel like in that I think in that episode as well, um, Brickman asked him Yes to empty his pockets or, yes. you know, you know, let let's go check the brick pit just to see how many mini figs is there and Hamish is like, Oh no no no, it's all good. They're all there. Yeah, they're all there. They're That's all fine. present and accounted for. Yeah. And then Brickman's you sure? And I was like, well, I guess it's time to go for a commercial break, guys. Wait, yeah. Sorry. Let's <laughs> gonna, cut here. We, we gotta go. We gotta go to break. I mean, I can't. I can't do anything about it. It was very Yeah. Funny. Oh, man. Yeah. Classic Hamish. Classic Hamish. All yeah. right. Speaking of Brickman, um, we would be very remiss if we did not mention the the wonderful judge that is Brickman, um, the only certified Lego builder in the Southern Hemisphere. Holy crap. And, he's an, a, and he's an Australian. That is a title. Yeah. That is. It is a title. Um, it's, a yeah, incredible. And he's so talented. Uh, as Again, we're not sponsored, but he has his uh, Jurassic World display on at the convention center right now. Mm-hmm. So go check it out if you if you love Lego Masters and Brickman and Lego in general. And dinosaurs. And dinosaurs, because they look awesome. <laughs> um, but we, we want to discuss a Brickman moment that we liked. And I feel like we're just, I think we're just going to discuss this one because we both chose the same moment. Yeah. Um, and it was, I think, easily for, for me. I don't know if about for you, but the, the best Brickman moment of the whole show was... In the finale, yeah, when he reacted to uh, David and Gus's insanely good scene yeah. that they built, and it made you feel things, and it made Brickman feel things, and he was crying. I know. And every time Brickman cries, I cry, we cry. So emotional. Oh, it was just, it was <sighs> heartwarming to see that someone with who is a certified like Lego builder? Yeah, can feel emotions through through these bricks, through these bricks, yeah, these mm-hmm. plastic bricks. Yeah, and I love that. That's what he pointed out when he was talking to them. He's oh, like, yeah. "You've made me feel these things out of a plastic brick." Yeah, like what? That shouldn't be possible. Yeah, like it was so. And that's, it just really sums up for me what art does, what creative uh, people can bring to the world and and why we should support the creative community, regardless of what they're giving us. 100%. Because it all makes you feel things. It makes you feel alive. It makes you feel part of something. It makes you feel like you've had an experience, a shared experience with so many other human beings. And it's just, it's it's remarkable. Like it's beyond words really. And yeah. we'd never seen Brickman get that emotional before. Cause no. he does get emotional. He does. But that was the first time he'd really kind of lost composure completely. 
Yeah. Did you did you cry for Leon? Because I, 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 I was weeping. I was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. I, I could not see through my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I was crying. Yeah. Um, Just listening to his amazing comments about that build. And, like, it's it was just amazing to see mm. Brickman just be so full of emotion. Yeah. And it's easily... It's it's easily like you can see why you can absolutely see why from David and Gus's finale build that was just the most beautiful thing it I've was... ever seen out of made out of Lego. Yeah, me too, me too. I mean, yeah, it wasn't my f- it wasn't our favorite build. No, no, only because of you know. I mean, we liked other things that we saw, but. That's not to take anything away from what they achieved in that with that exactly. finale build exactly. because it was insane. Yeah, like the, the even even Gus's tiger that he made, I still can't get over the face. Like I thought the fox was good, and then I saw that tiger. And then the tiger, far out. The face that he yeah. put on that tiger, oh my god! You could feel the imminent danger. Yeah, for those meerkats. <laughs> and the things made of plastic. And then again with the wolves and the deer. Like such oh. an amazing build. It's insane to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, oh man. And Brick the way Brickman just Yeah. yeah just sums, his reaction. His to reaction, it. the way he summed it up. Yeah. It was gold. It was perfect. So good. Yeah. Don't need to say anything else. We I I don't think we can. No. It really speaks for itself. Yeah, you know, definitely. Just yeah, if you haven't seen it, please check, just check out Brickman's like monologue, essentially about what what Lego means and what it can achieve. Yep. And, oh, it's just it'll <laughs> it'll get you. You'll be welling up. Yep. Um. All right. So before we wrap up, we're just going to look at um our best. Actually, before I go wrap up just yet, I'm getting ahead of myself. Now we're going to talk about our best uh, moments of season three. Um, Fulia, mm-hmm. what was your favorite moment of the season? All right. So my favorite moment of season three of Lego Masters was the reveal of the Marvel brick pick. Uh, Just epic. Oh, the man. The doors open. Uh, smoke comes out. Uh, bright light. And all of a sudden, the giant Avengers A appears. So good. I, yeah, good, good choice. <laughs> that was a killer moment. It was, I, yeah, again, I was floored when that happened. And just and the, reaction the reaction from all the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the teams was so good. Like, so good. <laughs> They're all losing their minds. And then poor Fleur was just like, I've no idea what any of this is. I've never seen any of these movies. Yeah, I know. I can't. Oh. I was so devastated to hear that. I was like, oh, you were my favorite team. <laughs> you dropped down a notch. Yeah. But they, they, the fact that she hadn't even seen any of the Avengers movies and could still, with the guidance of Sarah, figure out how to build Avengers Tower was, yeah. was still pretty impressive. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, the, just that was such a cool reveal. It was just the, the way that they did it, it and it just the reaction that everybody, you know, that gave man I wanted to be there and just walk around in that brick pit. Oh yeah, when they all went Forget in. Forget about the rig the regular one. I want to see the Marvel one. Yeah, when they walked in and looked at everything and there was like a Lego shield, a Lego Yeah, mil- so they had and- they had like little 
um, mementos from the films built out of Lego. Uh, and, and it was like, like you said, the shield, mm. Mjolnir. They had, um, they had uh, Black Panther's um, paw. Yeah. Uh, they had, um, I think they had Black Widow's belt buckle. I think so. And her... Um, her sticks. Her sticks. They had they had the bow and arrow to represent Hawkeye. Hawkeye. And they even had Loki's favorite staff. I didn't see Loki's staff. Yeah, the in staff there. with the tesseract on it not, on the end of it. Not not the tesseract. Sorry, not the tesseract. The mind stone. The mind stone. I must have missed that. I saw. Why well, I remember. I remember. It was kind seeing... of like a brief sort of. Okay, because yeah. I saw Mjolnir pretty clearly. Yeah, yeah. And Tony Stark's Iron Man helmet was yeah, also. Yeah, yeah, that was there too. That was really yeah. cool. I think did they do the gauntlet? Thanos's gauntlet. I they, can't remember. They would have, but I don't. Yeah, I don't remember seeing it. Yeah, but just the real iconic things yeah. that you would think of when you think Marvel and, and the, the Hydra. They had the Hydra logo. They did. They had yeah. the Hydra logo. Um, it was great. Yeah. It was just oh, amazing. I Kevin. I, I just wanted to be in there and just be like, hi. Yeah, I would have just. <laughs> I'd spend hours oh, in Yeah, there. just looking. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was wonderful. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, that wall of minifigs. The minifigs that were specific to Marvel. Yeah. <sighs> MCU minifigs. <Yeah>. Just <laughs> the best. Yes. Um, awesome. So, I guess my favorite so I kind of had a tie because I couldn't decide really, um, but I loved the introduction of the Brick of Doom. Yes. <laughs> Cue lightning and thunder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because that was just again expect the unexpected. Like mm-hmm. it was just it was just such a fun kind of twist. Like you know the it power was- of it's like the, the, the working against the power of positive thinking, you know, like, cause it didn't mean anything no. for them really. The it just only, meant that they didn't have enough time. Yeah. The only disadvantage with the brick of doom that they had was that they would start five minutes after everybody else. Yeah. That's it. And in Lego masters, five minutes does count. It really does. The amount of times it comes down to the last second on those builds mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Um, and so intense. But, uh, but, yeah, I loved just kind of the added humour and the added drama, in a way, the Brick of Doom introduced to the Every season. Every time Hamish mentions Brick of Doom. Brick of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Screams, Screams and thunders. Screams and like, it was great. <laughs> it was so much fun. And then when, yeah, Gabby and Ryan finally got rid of it, it was just... That was a momentous, like, time. Yeah. We it was... celebrated with them. We did. We really did. It was it was fabulous. Fabulous. Very happy for them. Yes. Um, and then my other favorite uh, moment was the mid-season twist. Um, <laughs> and I love the way Hamish, like, throws in these twists and the way he he, he, he words them up before he reveals yeah. them. Um, but, yeah, I, I had a feeling they were going to – because I think they did it – they've done it before where they've brought back past they teams. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think they've ever brought back everyone before like they did. Have they? I'm pretty sure they did. I can't remember. Clearly. I'm pretty sure they did. Because I watched, I watched both season one and two of Lego Masters during lockdown number one last it last yeah. year, and it's all blurred together. And yeah, I don't yeah. remember I'm much pre- of it. I'm pretty certain they ended up, um, they ended up bringing everyone back. Okay. But um, the contestants that ended up coming back were different from the previous 
um, person that got el- the t- previous team that got eliminated. Right. Yeah. Okay. That well, was yeah. The difference. I yeah. don't remember. I don't clearly don't remember. <laughs> but it was just such a cool thing, like in a cool way to give the other teams a second chance. And I'm glad. Yeah. I I'm so glad it paid off for Gabby and Ryan because when they got eliminated, I was crushed because like, I'm like they finally just started to find their feet in the competition and then they go out. So I'm so glad it gave yeah. them a second chance because they were definitely worthy to make the finale. Yeah, I think. definitely. Yeah, so yeah. so that was cool. And it was cool to see the other teams come back as well. Yeah. Because um, – and I, I kind of had a soft spot for Jess and Anthony a little bit because, mm. um, you know, they just both seemed like good people as well and they gave it their best. They weren't they weren't the best amongst the group, but I um I love their creativity and their their tenacity, um yeah. and Anthony's determination to get through some of those builds was, yeah. was pretty impressive. So it was really cool to see them come back too. Definitely. Um, but yes, worst moment of season three. Oh my gosh! Again, we we picked the same one. We did. We did. Oh my god! I will mention just as a. Honorable mention, if you will, or a dishonorable or mention. or dishonorable mention. Um, just Scotty and Owen. Mm. Whenever they decide halfway <laughs> through a build that they're going to just smash it, smash their their <laughs> current build to either start from <laughs> scratch or to build something different from what they began with, and I and I it just oh it stressed me out just watching it. <laughs> Me too. Like, what are you boys doing? Why can't you just <laughs> lock in an idea that's solid enough before you start? I know you're using um, up all of this time to get to a point where you're not happy with it, or you know, Brickman says a make, makes a comment about it, and you're like, "Crap, we need to start again." Mm-hmm. And you're, I'm just like, "Oh my goodness, why?" Yeah, I know. Um, it was very frustrating. Yeah, so that is one thing from the season that I was just, uh. can I, well, before we get into the, the worst moment, I, I, I wanted to give a dishonorable mention to when Gus had to like walk away. Yeah. Oh. When they were doing the dream build, dream, ha- dream home build. Right. Yeah. And, it, and, and he was just like writer's block essentially just couldn't think of anything. Creator's block. Like yeah, nothing. Could, came to mind for him no because he he said quite vehemently on the show like you know this is not what i think about a home is my dream home is you know got all the people that i love in my life in it doesn't matter what it looks like or where it is i just i need those people and i'm glad that they figured out a way to make incorporate that into their build um their their resulting build was fine was fantastic but it was just so like just to see, you know, the team that I pegged from the beginning is the winners with their incredible animal work yeah, and facial work and, and, and aesthetics and technical ability on top just to have him walk away yeah, and get emotional the way he got emotional was like, oh, my that God. That was heartbreaking. It was. Yeah. It was so heartbreaking. Um, so I had to I had to mention that. As, yeah. a, as an honor, dishonorable mention. Yeah, that was that was a tough one to watch. It was really tough because you know it's you know you're you're, you're waiting for them to come up with this brilliant idea. Yeah, because we knew they would, but, but they they just couldn't. Yeah, they're like, what? 
the hell do we do here? Yeah. So, yeah, no, I totally agree with that one as well. <laughs> yeah, it was gut-wrenching. Yeah, but, um, but the worst moment yeah. in season three for us... Oh, God. Was makes makes the, me want to cry thinking was, about it. Was the Chaos Scale build where Sarah and Fleur just could not get their build to work. Oh. And it toppled down in the last, I think it was like 10 or 5, five or 10 minutes. Uh, maybe even less, less than, than that. that. Under, under 5 minutes. It was under 5 minutes. Yeah. It was so close to the end. Yeah, I think it was like 2 minutes to go. Yeah. And they were, because they were building a signpost. And... They had the, even Brickman said they had the best idea amongst the bunch. Yes. And it was cool. And it was hilarious. And it was hilarious and it was them. Yeah. It was working so well up until the point where the sign that they were trying to pop on top, there was just not enough balance. Well, I think it, didn't it start with, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, didn't it start with the fact that uh, when they made this each side of the sign on one of them, the fi- the their mini figs that they'd draw- drawn was wrong. The the crossing was the wrong. crossing was wrong. So they had to take it off, redo it. But then when they went to put it back on, it wouldn't it wouldn't go, it wouldn't slide on properly. Yeah, and then it started to break away, and they were trying to fix it, and then all of a sudden it fell on top of. Fleur, and it was just chaos. Lego bricks everywhere. Yeah, just exploded, smashed, and all the other teams. Everybody got emotional. Was so you know it was such a gut wrenching moment, Mm -hmm. and I felt so bad for them. I was crying. I think. Oh my gosh! I just I I was holding my breath for quite some time during mm. that mm-hmm. and I was just sitting there thinking what just happened I couldn't believe it it was so unbelievable I couldn't believe it because we've never I don't think we've ever seen a build collapse like that no before. and especially in the last five minutes yeah when they had no time to fix exactly. it exactly and oh god it was just like that Build, I feel, I think Brickman was saying would have been the winning build. Yeah, yeah. If it hadn't have toppled. It probably would have, yeah. Um, But they were lucky enough to still have the platinum brick at that point. Mm, And they were like, you know what? We don't have a choice. We're going to have to use it. Yeah. And so they did. Yeah. Yeah. And they even made a good point of like, they felt bad for having to play it because, you know, maybe there was another team that, you know, maybe had a deserved a shot to stay in the competition. Yeah. But, you know, they had, because, and I think they made the right choice to play the Platinum Brick because, like you said, they were in the running to probably win that week. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it made sense for them and to, to use the Platinum Brick for the first time, like in the whole series is the first time it's appeared. Yeah. Like the Brick of Doom. Um, lightning and thunder. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah. And yeah. So thank God that they had that because they, 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 their time was not up yet. No. Um, but it was so just the way, f- like, I mean, Fleur was already emotional before, like when the first part of it kind of broke, mm. she was, and then when it went all together, oh God, yeah. I wanted to hug her so bad. Oh, yeah. No idea. Uh, <laughs> I know it's just Lego, but 
I mean, yeah. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that the way we've been reacting this whole podcast, but and the way Brickman reacts to this stuff. But it's yeah. just, it's insane. Like, yeah, it was just so. Uh, and the, but I just loved the way, like you know, Hamish was there for for them, and and everyone was there. Just kind of really, their hearts went out to them. They and, they even made a point to still measure out their build, even though it was lying on, on the, the floor. floor. And they got Kale to just lie down next to it. They're like, yep, you, yeah. you, you reached it. You, they nailed. You hit, the, you hit the brief. They they nailed, yeah. They nailed Kale scale, that's for sure. That's fine. Um, but my, and then the fact that they even, because you know how like when, when they're doing the judging and the camera, they do that slow motion pan over to see, to show you the close up of the build. Yeah. They even did it when it was lying on the ground. Yeah. And I was like, oh gosh, oh, man. way to rub it in. Mm, I know. But it was so, it was so heartbreaking. Mm. But, but yeah. yeah, but that's okay. They they made it to finals week. They did. The end, so. They absolutely did. Yeah, it was good. Speaking of finals, yes. Let's talk about the finale yes. of Lego Masters season three. Oh for you. my gosh, it was cool, wasn't it? So good. <laughs> How long was the build? Twenty eight hours. Correct. Yeah, twenty eight hours. A twenty eight hour build, and. Oh my gosh, what they brought to the table literally was just mind-boggling and beautiful and just so good. (laughs) Yeah, it was very impressive. Um, For me, though, I will say, um, I mean, we've talked a lot about already uh, about David and Gus's uh, competition winning build Yes, uh, with that gorgeous scene. Um, with the deer and the wolves in the in the forest, but um, the other two builds, Scotty and Owens, um, what what was it like? You know, hippies versus the uh, the 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 man, I guess. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> you know. Um, and then um, Gabby and Ryan's uh, circus build. Yes. Um. So those those two, and I will before I ask you your thoughts on them, mm-hmm. I just want to say that I actually don't think either of them that was their best builds the whole competition. Like the finale for me, the last two years, I think has been, last two seasons, I should say, has been um, everyone's, all those teams, pretty it's pretty much been their best builds in the finale. And for me, the uh, Scott and Owen and Gabby and Ryan's builds, whilst impressive, I don't think they were their best builds. Mm. Um, especially Gabby and Ryan. I actually, especially both of them, because for me, <laughs> Scott and Owen's build, the idea was great, mm. but there was too much going on. Um, and Brickman made such a good point of like the story being lost yeah. because of the way they'd posed the tree creatures that the wizard had brought to yeah. life. They weren't facing off against the bulldozer um, in the way I expected them to do it. There's, there was just too much going on. Um, and then uh, Gabby and Ryan's circus build, you know, there were missing parts at the top of the uh, top of the tent um and there wasn't as much i don't know they could have judged it a little bit more just in terms of the different circus scenes you were seeing as it was rotating yeah it did look a bit bare mm. um but it was so colorful and 
the uh, the detail on the outside of the tent that Gabby did was I, I loved it. But I was so concerned for them when when Brick Man was like, oh, I see what you're doing. It's a great idea. But, you know, wouldn't it make sense if you're having this thing turning and revealing yeah. different scenes? Wouldn't it make sense and create some excitement and wonder that the circus brings if it you, you put the tent up and you can't see what's coming next? Like, that's such a good point. But then I was like, oh, crap, they're going to bomb out now because there's no way. And that came down to the last second Yeah, for them. But, yeah, but I, there are things about both bills that I did really like and I will get to them later but Fulia I want to I don't know what you thought of their of their builds um look they weren't it weren't their best builds I have to agree okay um I mean they Gabby and Ryan did an amazing job in incorporating and just taking on board Brickman's yeah. comments yeah they listened to him yeah and they did make the circus tent um they could have probably added in a bit more to it. I agree. They did look a little bare in terms of the as the walls turning around. You're seeing the top bits, but the scenery was happening at the bottom. Yeah, I, yeah, um, it was something missing. I did enjoy their little um, their little trapeze artists that was swinging. Yeah, that was clever. That was really cute. Yeah, um, you know, incorporating different um, technique. Um, motors and stuff that they've added in and as as i i feel like what ryan did with the turntable itself that super impressive that um that was amazing yeah yeah that i feel like that's technical ability uh, like skill oh is so good amazing yeah it was great um for me it, it's like having <laughs> the way that Hamish said it, the slowest lazy Susan. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That was funny. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, like the smallest of errors that they made, the little things that they missed is what disappoints me because yeah. they're so creative. Yeah. They're very skilled. They could have, they could have enhanced this whole idea a lot more. And I have to also admit their build is smaller compared to the other two. It is. It's the smallest one out of the other two. It, yeah, yeah. Um, and so they could have made that bigger if they wanted to. True. And they could have added more to it. And I feel like it would have worked out a little bit better. Yeah. Um, Scott and Owen. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> They had their little, um, oh my gosh, what was it? The, you just so said the, it. Yeah, the hippies versus the man, essentially, yeah, was what yeah. it was. Um, look, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Yeah. To be honest. I mean, it was very them. I, I loved the, I, I loved the idea of the tornado of magic that was going I, around the wizard. That was cool. That was awesome. That turned out really well. I love that. The rest of it, not so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was dis- disappointing because um, with the amount of time that they had, and to what they produced, I feel like they could have come up with something so much better. Um, yeah, because I just I don't know. Yeah, I. I didn't. I'm at, think, I'm at a loss for words. I didn't think you were going to agree with me that. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, it, it was, was it was impressive. It like, was. look, we're we're rag we're ragging on our two of our favorite teams. Yeah. Here, yeah. essentially, but they were still really good builds. They were. They were. Um, but like, just they just weren't for us. They just weren't their best of the whole just, series. Yeah, it just wasn't one of the number one um, yeah. builds for them. And yeah. So I and I look and when they you're going up against David and Gus, who just yeah, if they're going to do a free build, you know what they're going to do, and 100%. they're and they're going to win with it. Definitely. Um, yeah, so it was no surprise to see um, the way things went in terms of um, who the winners were. Like, mm. I knew Gabby and Ryan were going to be third. I knew Scott and Owen were going to be second. Yep. Based, and just, yeah. And Gus, David and Gus, and we've said it before, like, it, they were just... They're, 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 they're talented. They are t- can't compete Talented with gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really hope, I really hope they do a... Um, uh, Lego Masters All Star Series one day, because I would love to see them go up against the winners of the previous two seasons. Yeah, yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, I would also like to like. I'd say maybe if they ended up going to as far as maybe a season seven or an eight. Yeah, then they um, could do it. Then they could definitely do it. Yeah. Um, I just yeah, like overall. Imagine building for 28 hours. I know. And, you know, that's the one kind of behind-the-scenes question I want answered is how they film this show. Okay. So they they have answered these questions, (gasps) I think, on social media for the previous seasons. Oh, cool. All right, Um, please tell tell me and the audience. (laughs) So what happens is they do have breaks. Yeah. During the build. That, yeah, yeah. Um, I figured that. Which are the parts that you obviously don't see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hamish and Brickman aren't always there. They'll, that also they'll, makes sense. They'll go away. Yeah. They'll have their break. Because they're not going to sit around for 10 hours. No, no. They only, I mean, they, only come around, they only come in at certain moments. I'm assuming they're still at the studio. Oh, the have, whole time they would have to be. I they'll imagine. just they'll just be doing like whatever else. in their caravan, just taking a break, yeah, having a nap mm-hmm. or something like that, mm-hmm. or you know, having some food. So the the producers, I assume, would call them back in at certain points of the build, um, so that they can continue on with making comments and yeah, you know, making the show yeah, um, but. I think the the actual builds do go for that long. Oh, they would. They would. I believe the time, the yeah. running time, and like most of the most of them, I I reckon they could do them in one day. Like I imagine my the way I envision it is like you know for a twelve hour build, there, you know the everyone's on you know on set at like six a.m. or something. And then they're going through the whole day filming this whole thing yeah. with the with breaks and yeah. with all of that. But for the twenty eight hour build, that's got to be shot over a couple of days. Um, no, actually, it's I, I believe it's really? the same the same deal. They shoot it the same way. They sh- they're shooting okay with with breaks with breaks. They're shooting like. But don't, and they, when don't I, they, when don't I, they when go I, home and sleep and come back the next day? When I say breaks, yeah. I mean in the sense that the time is still going. But they you don't see them go off off screen and then come back on screen because they're going to the bathroom or they're having something to eat. I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. Um, no, well, my well, because my understanding of it would be the 28 hours they're building is just... 
is 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 28 hours of building that's not including the breaks do you know what i mean like they they stop the clock you go have a break they come back restart the clock okay that that i'm not sure about okay because i'm like i'm like what what's the point of giving them 28 hours to build if they're gonna keep the clock going while you're going to the bathroom or you're going to have your lunch or you're going to 28. There is no way in hell, even though, yeah, they're all wearing the same clothes, but it's, it's the magic of television. Mm, Yeah. I, I would be so surprised if they're continuous because especially because they don't look that tired. Like you see, see them at the end of certain bills where they've collapsed to the ground. Like, Oh my God, relief. We're done. But I've never really seen them, especially when I was looking at them in the 28 hours and I'm like, yeah, they're tired, but they don't look like they've been awake for 28 hours straight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way they would do that. Like, you couldn't. You would make mistakes. You wouldn't be able to do the build in 28 hours if you did it for 28 hours straight. You would need longer. Mm. You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Hamish, answer our question. Yeah. <laughs> and he probably will one day. One day. <laughs> Or, you know, or maybe don't because, you know, that's, again, the magic of television, yeah. I guess. But I'm just so curious by the by yeah. the way it all works. Uh, look, to be honest, I am too. Yeah. I would love to know how these builds actually work yeah. in terms of the filming schedule. Like what, yeah, how they film it and how they capture it. How it's all done. the show must take so long to edit together. Probably. I reckon. Because yeah. they have so many hours of footage to, to, to siphon through and pick the best bits that mm. will work for TV construct a narrative of every team's yeah. build yeah there's a lot going on but um fascinating stuff yeah um all right so i guess that's kind of a nice segue into just our final thoughts on lego master season three as a whole yes um fulia did you like this season more than the previous seasons or where does it rank for you do you reckon? Look, every season's a little bit different now um, because every time that it, like since season one, the the caliber of talent has just mm. improved and increased. And yeah. it's hard to say whether this is the best season compared to the others because they had their, they've had their special moments um, and their awesome, you know, moments yeah. throughout their seasons. Yeah. And I feel like, saying that this is better than the the other seasons is a little difficult. <laughs> no, that's fair. I, and on that, I will say it's probably hard to compare them just because not every build is the same. No, no, exactly. Like every every like every season they've had maybe a few builds that have been similar mm-hmm. or the same, but most of them have been very different. Uh, so it is a little bit difficult yeah. to then compare them between the three. I will say that um, every season they have to up the ante with the challenges. They do, yeah. Because every season they find out these people really know how to build. Yeah. <laughs> they're very creative. They're very skillful with their technical abilities and stuff. So, um, yeah, look, it was a really great season. Yeah. Wonderful season. Loved it so much. Um, but I just, I can't say yes or no to it being the best. That's fair. That's fair. It's <laughs> yeah. probably a tall order to ask. And mm. I probably feel the same, to be honest. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, it's just so much fun just to watch these people do what they do and, and love, watch them love doing what they're doing, you know? Yeah. Um, and the the end results of every challenge is just, and seeing the progression of every build. Yeah. Over the course of the allotted time, 
and interspliced with, you know, Hamish and Brickman <laughs> judging and commentating and yeah. all and distracting and all of that. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I loved season three. It was, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. It, a really good group of people yeah. in terms of the teams this year. Um, and I mean, the only thing I will say negative about season three is the fact that for me, David and Gus were so good. Like I knew from the get go, they were going to win. Yeah. And I didn't like that because the last two seasons, whilst you could pick, I think you could probably pick the, who the front runners were. There was some surprises and some doubt around who mm. would who would have won. Yeah, but they were just David and Gus was just so miles ahead in terms in terms of what they could produce. Um, so when yeah, I, I was just like, oh man, this is kind of predictable in a way like the fun there's no fun in it because i was just yeah i'm like but then again when they started to go downhill a bit with certain certain builds they were crashing and burning on so i was like oh okay maybe they're not as good as yeah we, we think they are but then they were and <laughs> that was fine but yeah. you know it was it's still good because we're just getting rewarded by seeing what they can put out exactly um so it makes for good does make for good television mm. in that way as well um but yeah and i just again like you said with the upping of the ante i love the way hamish yeah. really brought it with the introduction of the platinum brick the brick of doom lightning and thunder <laughs> um and and uh and the mid-season twist and all the other twists like the the the, the cruel cruel twist of the as beloved uh, as above so below thing with the tree the tree out on a limb and they had to match yeah. oh my gosh can we just talk about that for a please. moment please and then we'll wrap up i loved the out on a limb challenge it was a cool challenge it was wonderful um and obviously you know david and gus nailed that that tiger with that tiger Poor. beautiful the <laughs> I knew something was coming. <laughs> I knew something was coming because I saw you could tell from the base of that tree that they built. There was something bare. There was something yeah. there that needed extra work. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I like before they even revealed what the second part of that challenge was going to be that there was a second part, I thought they're going to have to do some extra building, aren't they? <laughs> I'm pretty like I mm. was I was let's say 75% sure that there was going to be more to that. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure what it was going to be. Yeah. But I knew that that wasn't the challenge well, finished. I kind of was the same except I was like, "Oh, okay, well it's too late in the build now. They're not going to reveal anything else." I was like, "Okay, so this just must be it." Yeah. But then and then they turn around. They're like, "Oh, you think that was it for the challenge? No, no, you're gonna build some more." Like they'd already done the dream home nightmare twist, which I, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, gave Gabby and Ryan one of their best builds, but mm. then they did this this extra cruel twist with giving them only five five or four hours. About five hours. Yeah. yeah. Left to to ah. and yeah. then like of co- of course I was like, how in the hell are David and Gus? Gonna and they took like ages to figure out what their twist was. Yeah, like what they were gonna build. What underneath. the underground part of that match? Yeah, that would match their yeah. branch. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but they pulled it off. They really did. They pulled. It I off. will say, um, 
props to Scotty and Owen for oh, their build. 100%. They literally went out on a limb to add extra limbs. <gasps> I, Brickman's reaction to that was... They're like, are you nuts? nuts? <laughs> he was so funny. That was so good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, so they built this amazing weird little world of... These like elves. elves and monsters. Well, yeah. spider spiders. monsters. Spiders, yeah, giant spiders. Giant spiders that was that was attacking their world, and then obviously their underground twist was where the spiders, the spiders lair. Yeah, no brainer. Yeah, no easy. Brainer. Yeah. So to them that was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they <laughs> that Scotty. Uh, was adamant that they needed some form of portal or door. That was so funny. And Brickman was like, you yep. know what? He's right. He's you right. need <laughs> and Owen's just like, I don't want this thing to break. It was like, it was only going to be like a really tiny door. And I'm so glad they added it. <laughs> I'm so glad that branch didn't fall off. I know. After we'd seen Sarah and Fleur's collapse, yeah. I was like, and you could see, you could hear the creaking of the Lego when they were attaching it to the tree and the look on Brickman's face <laughs> and look on everyone's face. Like they were, ca- they wouldn't even when they carried it over. And I'm pretty sure I cut to Gabby at one point. She was like, Oh no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. It just looked like it was going to, it was leaning. The whole, it was the leading, it, ta- it was the leading tower of Lego. Like, it really was. Oh man. I, was on the edge, edge of, of my, my seat, seat yeah. waiting for this thing to just Go. collapse <laughs> and just down. The fact that it didn't fall was a miracle. Yeah. And, he, and even when they cha- attached that portal, I was like, this is a bloody miracle. I know. <laughs> but I think out of Tiger, notwithstanding out of the four remaining teams for the tree, uh, out on a limb build, those there was, theirs was the best uh, in terms of story and, yeah. and aesthetics. And even though, Brickman was right. Their spider's lair was too crowded. Yeah, they went a bit uh, a bit ham on the uh, the detail and the judging, a bit overkill. Yeah, unfortunately, which annoyed me because when they started putting it together, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna look sick," and then they went too far, and I was like, "Oh, come on, guys, less, yeah. <laughs> less is more." I know. We find that balance. Yes, <laughs> balance, balance, balance. <laughs> All right. I think that might wrap it up, hey? I think so. I think we've covered everything. Pretty much. That was that was awesome. We may not have touched on every single episode but no. or every single challenge, no. but you know what? Just overall, absolutely a fun time. Phenomenal season. Love it so much. Yeah. I yep. will always come back to watching Lego Masters. Mm-hmm. And every time I do, I want to buy Lego. <laughs> And you do. I don't buy I, Lego. No, last you do. year. Last year, I 100% did. Yeah, you did. I did. Yeah, I yeah. bought about three or four sets of Lego. Yeah, you got your night bus. Most of which were Harry Potter yeah, related. Yeah. Oh, they've got to do a Harry Potter build next season. Oh, I hope they do. I that hope would. They do. That would be. F- that would be incredible. Channel Nine, do it. Do, do it. it. Hamish. <laughs> Hamish. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Um, season four. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes, uh, I just yeah. Every season, so much fun. It's only yeah. been three. It's only been three so far, but it's it's great. It's I quality. Love it. yep. Yeah, 
And there's nothing else I can really say. Nothing else to say nope. except, uh, yeah, go if you are a fan of Lego or if you're a fan of just good, wholesome television and need some light in your life. Yes. Because Lego Masters is one of the most pure and wonderful shows you will watch. Definitely. One of, one of the most inspiring reality TV shows that, you know, is truly just magnificent. Yeah. Um, it's on Channel 9. Um, you can catch it on the Nine Now Catch Up app. Yep, on um, demand. On demand. Hashtag not sponsored, but would love to be. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Definitely so, go and check it out. Check it out. Yes, check it uh, out. And we cannot wait for season four to start now. Hell yeah! <laughs> Bring it on! Bring it yes. on! All right. That was our Lego Masters Season 3 wrap-up chat. Yes, it was. Um, very awesome. Loved that discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, what's on for your June for you, can you believe? Oof. June. We're already coming to the halfway point of the year. Yeah. Wow. Halfway through 2021. Oh, already. my goodness. Wow. Uh, wow. I'm, wow. Uh, I'm not sure what I'll be doing next month. Um there's not much going on at the moment. Uh, ah, yeah. I'll let you know at the end of June. You don't know. You can't see the future. So. I can't, I'm, unfortunately, I do not see my own future. Um, it's, um, it's blank at the moment. <laughs> that is okay. I need a DeLorean. You need it. Yeah. Marty. <laughs> or a portal. Yeah, or a portal. Where's Scotty and Owen? Get them to make us a portal. Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, Doctor Strange, yeah. Yep. Anyway. Much. Anyway, well, I'm What's sure he- you're going to have a good June, so. I hope so. Yeah. What is your June looking like? Well, one might say it's looking very uh, green and gold for you. <laughs> <laughs> because the time is literally almost here. Yeah. Um, I'm talking, of course, about Loki. Um, it's the only thing this whole year I've been waiting to see. <laughs> oh, okay. I lie. It's not the only thing. No. Um, but it's the one thing out of everything that I've been looking forward to the most. Um, the anticipation. Oh, God. <laughs> My God. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Loki starts in at the time of recording two weeks uh, from now will be the first episode on Disney Plus because mm-hmm. they moved it from Fridays to Wednesdays, which was smart considering on Fridays is already uh, Bad Batch, Mighty Ducks and Modoc now mm-hmm. for Disney Plus. Yep. So it made sense for them to move um, their most probably most anticipated show, I think, out of all of the Marvel shows so far. Um, and if, if WandaVision and Falcon and a Soldier are anything to go by, I think Loki is going to be astounding and glorious, as the god of mischief himself would say. <laughs> oh, I'm going to die. Uh, you just can't wait because this oh, is the first time you're going to see Loki for the most amount of time because it's his show. It's his show. <laughs> it's sick. It's going to be like, you know, five to six hours of Tom Hiddleston as Loki. <sighs> <laughs> And just to think, you know, two years ago, I, oh, okay, three years ago now, he, I saw, I saw him be, you know, savagely murdered by Thanos. <laughs> yeah. Never in my wildest dreams would I thought I would be sitting here right now talking about his TV show that's about to happen. And it's going to be six hours of just Loki goodness. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, 
it's 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 all time travel-y. It's all, you know, Loki's going to be using his magic properly for the first time in a long time. You know, like it's just it's it's what all us fans have waited for to really see him realized in such a way. Yeah. So so June is all about Loki for me. Mm-hmm. That's really all I've got on the brain for this month, to be honest. I don't know what else I'm doing in June <laughs> except watching Loki. Yep. So, yeah. So uh, when we come back for next month's monthly, <laughs> for lack of a better phrase, um, I will yeah be sharing my thoughts on the season so far. Because it won't, it won't end until mid-July. So, mm. yeah. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be good. I'm going to pass out for Leah. <laughs> I'm going to press play. It's okay. It's oh. okay. I'm just fanning her right now. Oh, God. Have <laughs> you seen everything that Tommy Dostan's been doing for promotion for this? It's because... so good. Oh, man. I love I, him. I've tagged you in a couple. You have. I've had a few people tag me. It's been it's been awesome. Yeah, he's been doing all these little cool videos talking about Loki and uh, and little skit things, and there's probably going to be more of them. But then, like, he put out this... There was, like, this photo shoot he did for Entertainment Weekly. Oh, God, I died. I just... <laughs> that man in a suit. Just Jeff's kiss, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say anything else. Just go look at look up Tom Hiddleston, Entertainment Weekly. Yes. And prepare to be dazzled. Definitely. By that wonderful man. Oh, my God. Anyway, I'll stop gushing about him now. Um, so you all can get back to your lives. But, yeah. Um, I think that's it. That's it. Pretty much. Yeah. Thank- yep. Thanks for listening, everyone. And, and that's, that's a wrap, wrap on, on this monthly. Oh, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And if you like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien production. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, indeedy. Um, that was a folia. That was a candle. And you just, just experienced the monthly, monthly at Winifred. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Sorry for the super long episode, but we're very passionate about things. <laughs> enjoy. Enjoy it. Your month. And enjoy your month. And Absolutely. Yes. Have a great June. Build some Lego. Build some Lego. Watch some Loki. Have a great time. Definitely. And stay safe (laughs) out there. Uh, Bye.